and welcome to the Clinical Care Options Infectious Disease Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Meredith. This episode features content regarding medical considerations and aging patients with HIV. During this podcast, Dr. Jonathan Applebaum, Professor and Chair of the Department of Clinical Services at Florida State University College of Medicine in Tallahassee, Florida, discusses medical and psychosocial challenges faced by older patients with HIV, including consequences of early experiences in the epidemic, such as late HIV diagnosis and low CD4 cell count in a deer, incomplete or short-lived biologic suppression with early regimens, and toxicity associated with early antiretroviral agents. For more information about Dr. Apoban and for a link to the full online educational program, please visit the link in the show notes for this episode. Now let's get started and hear what Dr. Applebaum has to say about medical challenges in aging patients with HIV. Welcome to the program. My name is uh, Dr. Jonathan Applebaum and I'm professor and chair of the Department of Clinical Sciences at Florida State University College of Medicine in Tallahassee, Florida. If we look at the research that's been done and in most of the clinical trials, particularly the clinical trials having to do with medications, Older patients are less represented than younger patients. And in fact, for many years, patients over the age of 65, and particularly those patients who had multiple comorbidities, were actually excluded from clinical trials. That that is beginning to change. And in fact, many of the clinical trials often will do sub-analyses looking at their patients who are older. Now, because of the way the CDC has defined older patients with HIV, many of those divisions or or many of those, the times when they've looked at the data in older patients, they look at age 50 and above, which may be valid, but those of us who care for older patients are really particularly interested in the older uh, age group, 65 and above. And now as, as more and more patients are living longer, I think many of us are looking at the a population that's 70 or 75 and above and seeing how they, they are doing um, in various clinical trials. Because older patients often have underlying renal disease and or underlying hepatic disease, in many occasions, those conditions will exclude them from clinical trials. Another example of where we need more data on older patients with comorbidities who are living with HIV. When we look at um, older patients compared to younger patients living with HIV, besides the fact that we don't have a lot of clinical trial data, I think the considerations that we need to take into into place are the fact that many of these patients suffer from many other illnesses, comorbidities, and there are a number of uh, psychosocial issues that are, are common in older patients, particularly stigma from having HIV for many years loneliness, social isolation, and we can't forget um, underlying mental health and substance abuse issues. So there are a lot of issues I think that need to be taken into consideration when you're caring holistically for older patients living with HIV. And when we're talking about older patients with HIV, we're really actually talking about different cohorts, different groups. We have the group that uh, was diagnosed many years ago and has lived with HIV for many years. And then unfortunately, we have um, those who are, have been recently diagnosed. So they've been diagnosed at an older age with HIV. And I think they tend to be two different groups. The group that um, has been living with HIV longer 
often uh, came through the early days or middle days of the HIV epidemic before we were using highly active antiretroviral therapy. So they may have been on sequential monotherapy, dual therapy, went through the era of boosted protease inhibitors, NNRTIs, and then now the era of integrase inhibitors. So many of these patients have uh, been on multiple ART regimens. And then the longer that they've been living with HIV, the, I think the more likely they're going to have many more comorbidities, renal disease, liver disease, lipoid, um, dystrophy, cardiac disease. So, you know, it's a different cohort than patients who were fairly recently diagnosed with HIV and are over the age of 50. While they may have comorbidities, they don't have the accumulation of a history of antiretroviral therapy, which we know has downsides. So the other piece uh, when we're talking about older patients uh, living with HIV is that many of our older patients, when they were diagnosed, they were diagnosed with advanced HIV disease, low CD4 count, not very high viral loads. Many of them had opportunistic infections that were treated. We know that low CD4 counts for long periods of time have adverse effects, you know, including prolonged suppression of the immune system, increased risk of cardiovascular disease. The consequences of prolonged high inflammatory states have you know, adverse metabolic consequences. As I mentioned, cardiac disease, diabetes, bone disease, all more common in patients who lived with severe immune suppression for many years, as opposed to many of the patients, thankfully, that are being diagnosed now. They're diagnosed, well, even though they're older, they're being diagnosed earlier in their um, HIV disease. So they don't necessarily have those adverse consequences. But that's not to say that we don't still see patients who present with advanced HIV. Unfortunately, we do. The challenges of, of caring for older patients with uh, multiple comorbidities is the fact that adding HIV onto underlying problems like diabetes, hypertension, obesity, hyperlipidemia, you know, you name it, uh, cardiac disease, renal disease, liver disease, it just compounds the approach. And there's this concept of multimorbidity. It's a geriatric concept that states that when you focus really on one disease and a patient who has multiple diseases, you're doing that patient a disservice and you can actually affect profoundly the treatment and outcomes of any one and even all of the other underlying diseases. So the geriatric approach is really one more holistic. So that's a key concept that if, if you're not aware of that and you're caring for older patients with HIV, you may not be doing that patient, you're giving that patient the best care. The other piece is that, you know, as we've talked before, we're not just talking about the physical illness that the patient has. Their older, older patients have um, many other psychosocial issues. Um, mental health um, disorders like depression, loneliness is a huge issue. Many of these patients carry many years of stigma and discrimination because of the HIV and maybe other sociologic factors. And in some ways, we're ill-equipped in this country to deal with. The question always comes up is, you know, how in a 15 or 20 minute visit in a patient living with HIV, can you actually address all these issues? And I'll say that for most of our patients living with HIV, the HIV is actually probably the least concerning problem because HIV is so well treated these days. 
uh, you know, for our younger patients living with HIV, we may see them once or twice a year, check their viral load, do safety labs, and that's the extent of the visit. The approach to HIV for a majority of our patients um, who are doing well on antiretroviral therapy has completely turned around. So I think what this means for our complex older patients is we need to be spending more time addressing these other issues and whether that is best served with their HIV provider or whether perhaps they need to be followed in addition by a primary care physician. Or in some cases, if they're if their comorbidities are, are so complex, perhaps having a geriatrician be the sort of the primary care uh, person or the person to kind of direct the other um, members of the team in, in best serving this patient. Again, trying to care for the patient from a holistic point of view. One of the concerns that many of us have is um, as our patients living with HIV old age, um, is you know whether we are equipped in this country to care for them in a holistic manner. And part of this is that many of our patients living with HIV are getting their care from specialists like infectious disease specialists uh, who were not trained to be geriatricians or being cared for by primary care providers who may have little uh, geriatric experience. So the question comes up, of course, is whether we're prepared as the HIV population ages to care for these patients in the manner we were talking about. And I'm not sure what the answer is on that. The, the presence of a geriatric a consultant who might be able to help out, I think is extremely valuable. But on the other hand, uh, there's, a, there's a dearth of geriatricians. Uh, if you're living in a rural area, um, I doubt there would be a geriatrician in a reasonable range. And then not all geriatricians feel comfortable uh, dealing or caring for uh, patients who are living with HIV. They themselves may not have the, the experience. So I think this is a workforce issue, like many others um, in this country. And part of our efforts to outreach and, and educate providers is to have primary care docs learn a little bit about geri geriatrics and have geriatricians learn a little bit about HIV so that everyone is kind of on the same page. When you look at these issues from the point of view of the patient, I think patients tend to identify with their um, HIV provider, particularly if they've been um, under their care for many years. Many of them look to their HIV providers, the person that's basically saved their lives. So I think patients too are maybe less willing to pivot or see new providers uh, or have other providers take over certain aspects of their care. So I think there's gonna be resistance on both sides from the provider side and also from the patient side. On the other hand, as, as HIV becomes easier to manage, the HIV docs don't necessarily feel as comfortable and they may be the ones to refer um, their patients for you know, more primary care and geriatric care and to deal with the issues that we've talked about. So we've, we've talked a, a bit about the similarities and the differences in caring for younger versus older patients living with HIV. Older patients may be fitting into two groups, one group that's been living with HIV for a long time, another group, unfortunately, who's been fairly recently diagnosed. They're similar, but they're also different. And 
in the former group, this is a group that has experienced a lot of issues during the course of their HIV disease. The loss of friends, the stigma, multiple drug regimens, perhaps multiple opportunistic infections, and many of them now are, are actually doing fairly well, but living with comorbidities. And in, in, when we care for older patients with HIV, we have to remember for many of our patients, HIV is just one piece of the puzzle. There are a whole litany of psychosocial issues that we haven't really touched upon. But then there's a number of medical issues, including multimorbidity, polypharmacy, frailty, and the interaction of multiple diseases with their HIV. Thank you very much to Dr. Appaban, and thank you to our listeners for joining in. As a reminder to view the full Conversations on Healthy Aging with HIV program on the Clinical Care Options website, click on the link in the show notes for this episode. And please be sure to check back for more episodes on important infectious diseases topics. Thank you.